This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio today. Got uh, my good friends and co-hosts, Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. Lots to talk about on today's uh, program. Uh, We'll be talking about uh, Pinterest and how they're changing uh, their model on how you make money. Also, uh, our top five app countdown, top five toilet apps. And you're thinking, I better turn this show off now, but no. These are actually great apps. If you're out and need a public washroom, they can help you find one. I'm getting a little flesh just thinking about it. Yes. Well, I see what you did there. (laughs) Can everyone feel me rolling my eyes right now? Probably. (laughs) Well, you're probably feeling a lot of other eyes uh, roll. Um, So in the app news uh, this week, uh, Brexit, the UK government's battle with Apple over EU citizens uh, app. So uh, the UK is uh, trying to create an app uh, to help, uh, I guess, European Union citizens that are still in the UK apply to remain there. Yeah. And so they've uh, developed one for Android where uh, this app apparently gets you through the application process and then scans your passport. But the app for the Apple iPhone won't let you do that. That's right. It won't let you scan the passport. Well, here's the thing. It uses NFC or near-field communication, which is a really cool bit of technology that uh, you can use on some devices, Android devices specifically, to do things like pair with your Bluetooth speaker or take you to a website. It's kind of like a a, a radio frequency version of a QR code. Yes. Cool. Slick. Very neat. Uh, The iPhone has an NFC chip in it, and it uses it for things like Apple Pay and Sam... Well, Apple Pay and Apple Pay. Um, There are some transit utilities that actually got their transit cards in there. We're, yes. we're still waiting for that for the Compass card, but apparently it might be coming. The uh, the UK government, though, developed this app with the expectation that Apple would be unlocking the NFC chip in iOS 12 based on a rumor. Wouldn't you check that before you spent probably millions of dollars? Well, here's the thing. I would think as the UK government, maybe instead of, you know, just checking it, actually get in touch with Apple and, you know, make the decision as to whether or not to develop the app based on that. And, of course, uh, iOS 12 has come and gone, and it's, you know, it's received some amazing praise from a lot of users, but it didn't unlock the NFC chip. One of the reasons is that Apple is using it, it's connecting to the secure enclave, so it's a, it's a very secure piece of technology. They don't want to unlock it for just anyone, including the hooligans at the UK government. <laughs> so here we are with an app that was developed with a feature that wasn't actually announced, and now it doesn't work. Anybody shocked? So if you're an iPhone user over in the UK, uh, which is 50% of the Make smartphone population. with Android users. One, That's of your, your <laughs> one of your friends has got to have an Android phone. Yeah. So, yeah. so this, this is the deal, really. So you've probably noticed all these signs in restaurants and the ads on sides of buses uh, for companies like Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes. But do you ever wonder how that whole model works? Well, apparently a lot of restaurants aren't overly happy with these food delivery apps. One, yes, I can imagine they open up, uh, you know, more potential business, but the fees and I guess the um, overall reliability of the service are in question. Yeah. So I mean, right now, a lot of these apps, uh, they charge the restaurant a fee to be listed and that fee can be anywhere from what, 300 to $700, $700, depending on whether you're not photography, you want photography on there, you want to be able to update your menu. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, decent. They're saying that their traffic has risen by up to 90%. So basically, these restaurants. Yes. Okay. So that's great. Now, I mean, let me tell you the commission. Thirty percent. Thirty. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's kind of like being on the. How can a restaurant afford to do that? Well, they jack. So on a hundred dollar on a hundred dollar meal. Yep. That you're going to get delivered, 
30 bucks goes to one of these delivery companies. It's a little crazy, right? Now, that Chris, is insane. Christina, you had ordered something from one of these things. I, I had tried to order something from one of these things from a local restaurant here, and the delivery charge was as much as my meal, and that's where I kind of bailed out. So here's the thing. <laughs> this is what gets me, is there is a delivery charge, and then on top of that, there is tip the driver, which they start at 15% right. and go to 25%. Yep. And it's like, you know, I get it. So here's the thing, is uh, not even just the delivery charge. I've actually compared the prices in the app to the restaurant, who the restaurant delivers as well, and they actually put that price, that 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 commission bump right into the price. So you can yeah. order directly from the restaurant and pay with your credit card at the door and it's 30% cheaper. Yes. So, you know, as but much not as, every restaurant has delivery. No, they don't. And no. I mean, some restaurants don't even sign up for this. They just get put on these sites. Yeah. And, and we've seen that in the past. We've seen stories about that where restaurants are just not happy with the way their food is being delivered because it's not you know, these drivers aren't taking care to make sure that things are getting there in a timely fashion. Maybe it's something that, like a steak, if you take half an hour to deliver that, it's not going to be cooked perfectly anymore. We no. all know within five minutes yeah. <laughs> that changes. Now, I ran into something similar with this. I actually went out to a local restaurant about two weeks ago, and it was about 20 minutes before half yet happy hour ended. There were plenty of seats there, and ahead of me were four delivery drivers. And you could tell because they all had the big uh, foil lined bags with the name of the delivery service on it. And there were three or four different delivery services wow. ahead of me. And so I went to go sit at the bar, and the bartender said, no, no, you need to be wait to see, be seated by the host, and the host was busy dealing with these guys running back and forth to the kitchen filling these orders. By the time it came to, it was five minutes left in happy hour, and I get the stink eye for trying to order a cocktail and an appetizer. This is bad customer service. Like, I recognize the fact that your business has grown by 90%, but really, shouldn't you be taking care of the people that are actually in your restaurant first? Shame on you guys. It's a little weird, isn't it? It's a little weird. So, Christine, I think a lot of people were uh, stressed out about the midterm elections, but there was an app to help them uh, calm down. That's right. So Headspace, uh, which is a popular meditation app, released a politics pack earlier this week. A politics to, pack. That's right. Okay. With uh, meditation exercises to help people cope with their feelings of anxiety or whatever they might be feeling around the midterm elections and even their feelings after the fact, which I'm sure a lot of people are still coping with <laughs> with those uh, feelings of anger. They're, they actually have um, some things in there to help you transform your anger and channel it in a healthier way if you happen to be one of those people who's not happy with the results. Uh, this was uh, an interesting story uh, as well. Uh, Snapchat's PR firm is suing an influencer for not promoting uh, their spectacles on Instagram. So they uh, apparently made a, uh, a deal with uh, this uh, particular influencer and uh, he got paid $45,000 up front. It's, uh, the guy's name is Luca Sabat. Um, and another $15,000 was promised to him to post himself donning the spectacles on Instagram. And so he's contracted to make one Instagram feed post and three stories posts with him wearing the specs, plus to be photographed in public wearing them. Uh, but it didn't happen. He skipped out on two of the stories, one of the swipe ups, the photo shoots, and uh, they're suing him to get the money back. And, and has he shared with the world why he was delinquent on, on this content? Mm, no, not so much. The only thing I can think is that the Snapchat spectacles look really goofy. 
So that might be it. But I've got to say, if somebody was out to offer me $45,000 for I what was... sounds like an afternoon worth of work, you better believe I'd get it done. Snapchat, if you're listening, I will do it for 10% of that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Between the three of us, I think we could we could definitely do that. But this is big business, these uh, influencers. Uh, you know, they've got a following. And these companies, these corporations are paying the money to wear their products or endorse their products. Yeah, I mean, this is nothing new. We've had tastemakers around for four to 500 years, right? You have yeah. people who, they have some sort of celebrity cachet. In some cases, it's because they are brilliant. In other cases, it's because they're beautiful. And, you know, they're, they're out there peddling their wares. The unfortunate thing, I think, is there's not a lot of critical analysis that goes into uh, whether you're paying attention to an influencer or not, right? We see people like Jake and Logan Paul on YouTube. They're, they're influencing the minds of kids everywhere. And quite frankly, these guys are mentally ill, like, you know, diagnosable. And your kids are watching them. So this might actually be a good time to maybe talk about influencers and your kids. If you've got kids out there that are spending a ton of time on YouTube, maybe check their watch history. Maybe sit down and watch with them. Because this fella here is skipping out on a deal with spectacles. But what else are people paying, uh, you know, people to promote to your children? Well, it's like one of the... uh Kardashians, I don't know if it was a Jenner or a Kardashian, uh, promoting uh, one of these tea detoxes mm-hmm. and obviously getting paid a truckload of money. And I don't know if you saw that CBC Marketplace uh, report. Uh, basically, you know, they went through these 10 most popular tea detoxes in Canada, all of which haven't been approved by Health Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and in many cases, actually really bad for you. And here we've got a celebrity again endorsing uh, products that might not necessarily be good for human consumption. Well, we've seen this a ton of times, like Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop. Uh, we've seen this with the uh, the Kardashians. Oh, Goop. It, it's, it's kind of, a, it's a troublesome thing. So some critical thought? Yes? I'm just going to say, I don't know how much of an influencer I am, but uh, drink some water, eat some veggies, you'll detox just fine. <laughs> just a thought. And get your flu shot. <laughs> okay, I think we're good here. And get your flu shot. Well, you know, it's that time where we're going to learn a little bit uh, about our iPhones. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do we got this week, Graham? So uh, with iOS 12, you've actually had a bunch of new features come along with notifications. You've probably seen the stacked notifications, stuff like that. Yeah? Yeah. Really, really cool. So a much better notification system. And so there's actually a really great way where you can temporarily disable lock screen notifications for certain apps. So when you've unlocked your phone, so basically you bring it up and you've either got your thumb on it with a thumb uh, reader device or you've used your face ID, you can see the notification in front of you. If you swipe over from the right to the left, it'll give you two options. But if you swipe a little further, it'll give you a third option, which is labeled as manage. When you tap on that, you're going to be given a couple of options there, which is show notifications on the lock screen, deliver quietly, or turn off. And from there, you can actually deliver quietly. Instead of actually having this pop up to your lock screen, it'll actually go straight to your notification center. So it'll still be there when you want to swipe down and take a look, but it's not going to pop up and wake your screen up. It does a couple of things. One, it keeps you focused, on, especially when you've got apps that are constantly bugging you that you don't necessarily need to tune into. And two, it lets you get a little bit of battery life out of your phone because it's not constantly lighting the screen up. So a very smart little feature. Swipe over from the right to the left, click on manage, and choose what you want to do with your notifications from there. You're listening to The App Show here. When we come back from the break, still a lot more to talk about. Uh, we'll be finding out how Pinterest is changing their uh, their whole advertising uh, model. We'll also have our uh, Hot 5 app countdown. This week it's the Hot 5 bathroom apps and so much more. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with The App Show. Mike Graham and Christina here. We still have lots uh, more to talk about. 
But before we uh, get to more apps, uh, I want to talk about uh, Pinterest and a new Shop the Look feature. Uh, with us in studio, we've uh, got a guest expert. Uh, she's actually uh, part of the Get Connected team. You can listen to the Get Connected radio show every Saturday here on CKNW from 10 to 11 a.m. Vancouver time. Check your listings uh, for other uh, cities in Canada. Thanks for joining us today, Callie. Thanks for having me. Callie, uh, let's talk about Pinterest. Uh, a lot of uh, people have been using Pinterest uh, over the years. Uh, wh- what's the main use for it? Well, Pinterest is a social media tool. If you haven't used it before, um, you might be familiar with people posting fashion blogs or um, their favorite recipes. Or it's it's basically a way to catalog ideas and inspiration in a visual way. And now Pinterest has um, opened up a new feature called Shop the Look um, to the regular everyday people, which used to be a feature only available to big brands. So that's a big move for Pinterest. And um, it means for the people who are using it, especially for small businesses and brand influencers, that they can um, speed up the e-commerce process. So instead of looking around uh, online for the right price or the right color the right outfit you can post one picture let's say of someone in a snazzy outfit and put a little blue dot over their bag and their shirt and their bracelet and their watch and if the person pinning it clicks on one of those things then it takes them straight to e-commerce to buy that item or if it doesn't if or they can also search for similar items that look like that by clicking on the shop to look. That's uh, very interesting. So if you were, for example, uh, a social media influencer and you had an outfit on, you could blue dot your entire outfit. And I guess, would they get a cut of that? Yeah, exactly. So it, if you set it up that way, then you can you could set that up with affiliate links if you're that type of influencer or blogger. So you get that little kickback from, um, from wherever those kickbacks come from, for you, from Amazon, from Etsy, from wherever. Um, yeah, so that would be exactly the way you use it. It's a kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, I've been using Pinterest. I haven't used it for years and years, but uh, recently Christine is looking at me with a, uh, a funny, funny face. <laughs> You're on Pinterest? I am on Pinterest. And what, do you, what, what are you, you searching for on Pinterest? Well, you know, I'm just really into um, kind of redoing my house inside right now and also outside because I've been mm-hmm. kind of renoing my shed into a man cave. And so you just kind of click on all your interests. And it actually, there's some really cool, cool inspirational photos of stuff that other people have mm-hmm. done out there. Like I've gotten some cool ideas. Yeah, definitely. I'm not buying dresses or anything. I'm just like, I'm looking at manly stuff. (laughs) Manly home decor things? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so if you, if the, if the company who posted an inspiration photo, like uh, someone who represents a paint company or somebody who does interior design. So you could have an interior designer that maybe works locally who has all of these pins for your inspiration and they can tag all of the items that they've decorated that room with so that you could, quote, shop the look when you're looking to improve your house. I I would actually find that quite handy because, um, you know, I'm looking at potentially building a, a fire pit Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone who knows me and listening to the show right now is laughing because you know, I know I can't build anything, but I would find people that could help me. Um, but it would be cool when I'm looking on Pinterest at these photos, if I could actually click on the photo to find out exactly where some of these items were to buy. 
So yep. then I don't have to go searching for it. Exactly. That's exactly what it's for. And uh, what happened? They rolled this out before. Like I would imagine this would be a huge feature. Like I mean, Pinterest is all about the whole e-commerce tie-in, really, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And one of the things that I think people underutilized it for was to use it correctly. So. For example, putting your one product uh, up, say let's take a watch for example, putting that watch product up, when you put it up, you should have a good photo and it should link back to your website. So when someone clicks on the image, it goes back to your website or whatever, um, puts puts it in your, in your shopping basket and that's how e-commerce would work. But not everybody uses it correctly that way, at A, and B... Um, this is also a visual search tool that functions a little bit differently. So in, in previous, it was if you click through, it was just sort of one hyperlink. But now you can link each item in one picture. So the I'm not sure why they didn't roll it out earlier. They made it available to big brands. And I think just... It, it came to a point where it, it was easy enough to roll out and that would be a, a better conversion rate for all businesses and all users, which for printers means more money for them and more money for everybody else. Talking with Kelly Reedwin. She's uh, part of our uh, Get Connected team. Thanks for joining us today, Kelly. Thank you. When we come back from the break, we still have a few more apps to talk about. We've got our game app of the week, travel app of the week. And also, if you've got a Roku TV uh, or one of the Roku smart boxes, I have a fantastic tip for you that lets you control it via voice. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike, Graham, and Christina here. Still lots to talk about. Before we get to our weekly app Hot 5, which are the weekly Hot 5 bathroom apps. I know. Everyone's dying to hear those. Uh, Let's get our fitness uh, tip of the week. Graham, what do you got? Well, an important important part of personal health is stretching and flexibility. So this week's app is Zova. It's available for iOS. What do you call it? Zova. Zova. Z-O-V-A. Okay. Or Z-O-V-A if you're American. Um, It is focused on very short classes, 10 to 13 minutes, that take you through stretching and flexibility. So that will help you from going between not being able to touch your toes to being able to touch your toes. Uh, so they, they have full body flex, total body stretch, and one called Yin Release. I've got nothing. Um, it is a free app with a one-week trial, and it is 60 bucks a year after that. So if you're looking for some stretching and flexibility in your life, uh, this is a good way to go about it. Zova for iOS. Our fitness app of the week. The weekly app, Hot 5. This week, it's the Hot 5 bathroom or toilet apps. And these are apps that uh, help you find bathrooms. And uh, Christina... Let's start off with uh, number five, Louie. So <laughs> this is a very specific app. If you happen to be in Midtown Manhattan or traveling there, uh, this app will allow you to find the most decadent and luxurious bathrooms for a very inexpensive fee of $25 per month. So this is l- absurd, guys. <laughs> it's 25 bucks a month to subscribe to this, this toilet app. It's a steal. It is. No, I. But these are luxury serviced bathrooms. I'm not sure what the bathroom situation is in Midtown Manhattan. So maybe it's just so dire that you need to pay twenty five dollars an hour a month to find a clean one. But it sounds like you can actually reserve a bathroom spot. So if you are perhaps dying to go and want to make sure that you don't run into a space that is occupied where you're going to be stuck in a line, you can reserve a spot. You get a virtual key and you can basically log in to. Do your business there. 25 bucks, 25 a, bucks month. a month. I, I want to know what kind of scheduling they're using for this. 
I don't know. Number four on the Hot 5 app countdown, we have Charmin, sit or squat. I dare you to say that 10 times fast on the air. No. Let's not. Um, so this is available for iOS and Android, and it's a, it's a really decent little toilet finder. So it uses your location sensor, your GPS, to display nearby public restrooms, either in list form or on a map, so you can kind of see where they are. And it, they rate the toilets in sit, which is pretty good, or squat, which is uh, could be better. And so you can see user reviews, you can upload images of the facilities, and you can add restrooms that aren't on the list. Uh, so you can also uh, specify different... Uh, features the restrooms. They have paper paper use restrooms with baby changing tables, that sort of thing. Great little app. You know, as we're doing these um, these apps, these bathroom apps. At first, I thought this was the stupidest hot five app countdown we've done yet. But when I think about it, when I'm traveling, there's sometimes where I'm in a foreign city and I need to use a washroom, and you just don't know where they are. Well, and the one thing that I have found is traveling over to Europe, paper-use toilets are actually quite frequent. You yes. know, here in North America, you don't see it that often. You basically wander into a bathroom, you look sheepish, you buy something from the restaurant, and then say, can I use your bathroom? And they say, yeah, here's the key. Or, unfortunately, we don't have a bathroom for public use, and then you cry and go next door, right? Number three on the Hot 5 app countdown, we're talking about uh, bathroom-finding apps. This has got to be my favorite, even though it's number three, Air P N P. Yes, it's the Airbnb of toilets. They're not going to get sued (laughs) for trademark infringement. So this is a real thing. Yes, this is basically the sharing economy for bathrooms. So it it allows users to upload their uh, bathrooms as a listing, detailing features and any fees attached to them. And users can then book the restroom and arrange all the details with their bathroom host. I don't know. So you can have strangers come and poop in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it. I live on the 19th floor. It's just like, you know, somebody... We've already registered your place. You buzz them up. (laughs) Good evening. (laughs) First door on the night. Would you like some music with us? So here's the funny thing. I actually have this set up. So I've got a fully automated house, yeah. right? And I have a speaker in my, my guest bathroom. Yeah. And I have automated lighting in my guest bathroom. So when somebody says they're about to use the restroom, I hit a button on my phone and it turns, on, turns the lights down to like about 40% and turns on cool jazz. Tell me that's not awesome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I do have a motion sensor with my bathroom hallway and bathroom. So when people are going down towards the bathroom, everything lights up. I, th- I don't have... I don't have like all the music going yet, but you you've inspired cool me. You know what? The and music... if I do all that, air P and P. Perfect. You know what? The music is actually genius because I'm one of those people who turns on the tap. Right. Because I I'm I always nervous that people can we work hear together. Me. Yeah. You were loud. <laughs> you are so loud. Oh Lord. Okay. It's, it's gross. <laughs> it's really gross. Number two on the Hot 5 app countdown. Who knew we'd get so much mileage out of this countdown? Where to we for Android? Yeah, so for Android, if you're an Android user, where to we uh, might be a little bit more up your alley. It uses Google Maps, and so you can actually see the map interface or, again, the list view. Uh, there are ratings based on a number of factors, toilet cleanliness, uh, soap availability, and supplies like uh, toilet paper, uh, paper towel, and odor. So uh, in addition to finding restrooms, you can also add new entries, upload photos, and of course, rate a particular toilet. There it is. Like a dream come true. Number one on the Hot 5 app countdown for finding bathrooms, bathroom apps, we've got Flush Toilet Finder for Android and iOS. 
Uh, so this one, it has a slightly more modern looking UI than some of the other ones. The app uses your location and checks its database of more than 200,000 public and paid washrooms worldwide, showing you nearby washrooms with information such as weather and whether, sorry, whether the toilet requires a fee or provides handicapped access. Very exciting. That was your Hot 5 app countdown. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear about uh, an app called Storecard. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Have you ever uh, wanted to declutter your wallet? Uh, If you're like me, uh, I'm a guy. I don't even have a wallet anymore. I've just got like two credit cards (laughs) in my pocket. But, you know, there's so many loyalty cards uh, that uh, I'm missing out on when I go to the grocery store or to the gas station. I'm just not getting my air miles anymore. Well, there's an app to help out with that. Uh, In studio, we've got Jesse Michael from Stokard. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Mike. Tell our listeners how Stokard can uh, make their lives better and lighter. I liked your uh, your intro there in terms of you know being a you know being a consumer that uh, that has a heavy wallet and in some cases you know they don't take their wallet with them. Everyone brings their phone, and I love the analogy of uh, you know if you leave the house and you're in your car and you forget your wallet, uh, you're not going back. But if you get you forget your phone, you're going back for it. Of course. And and in this case, uh, we've given consumers the ability to take all of their plastic loyalty cards and upload them all in an easy and usable way uh, into the uh, Stokart app. And so does this work with all the loyalty cards out there? All the loyalty cards. Uh, you can also upload gift cards as well. Um, oh, you know, so that's that's even better. I've got, I've got a stack of gift cards sitting on my nightstand absolutely. that I never use because uh, I just don't have them with me. Yeah, for sure. So gift cards as well. But primarily the function is uh, for consumers is to upload their their loyalty cards as well. Um, you know, such as PC Optimum, uh, their Triangle Card from Canadian Tire, uh, even Air Miles, Aeroplan, uh, and then also for consumers is to see the offer section as well, uh, where they can see the local offers. Yeah, t- uh, tell me about that. So you got the when you go into the app, I've seen this and I love it. Uh, you know, if you're wanting to collect the Air Miles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at Safeway where I am, I just click on the little Air Miles uh, card and uh, the little barcode comes up, and they just scan that at the register. But they also have offers as well. Correct, and and the the offers that the consumers see within the app are actually tied to their their cards that they have saved. Uh, so, for instance, Air Miles, and you say Safeway, but uh, you know Air Miles here with Sobeys or Metro, same thing from a grocery standpoint. They would see local offers or, or even in some cases personalized offers uh, to themselves based on that specific card. Uh, it's based on regionality as well, so um, they'll see relevant offers. Well, uh, this is kind of cool because I could be grocery shopping and then I can just go in the app and see. Uh any like coupons or, or stuff I can save. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we'll be releasing obviously more functionality uh, as we go along for consumers, but specifically with coupons, being able to to activate coupons and load them directly to their card, uh, which is something that, that is unique to the Canadian market. Uh, no one else is doing. So uh, from a consumer standpoint, that's, that's pretty special. So this is available for iPhones, also Android phones. Uh, no charge? No charge. Completely free app for consumers. Uh, available on all platforms uh, within the App Store. I am loving this because now I'm going to be able to get all those air miles. I, I, honestly, for the past few years, I've just not been able to get air miles because I just don't carry that stupid card with me, or I've lost it, and that's you know most likely, definitely. We're talking with uh, Jesse Michael from Stokard. That's spelled S-T-O-C-A-R-D, Stokard. Uh, a great app for uh, bringing all of your different uh, loyalty cards uh, and even gift cards uh, together as well. The one I'm always missing is the, uh, the, the Cineplex one. 
Yeah, the scenes, and, the scenes one, and an, inter- an interesting integration with Cineplex through Stokart is uh, is the points balance as well. So that's one uh. one great feature for consumers too is uh, being able to check your points balance after you've uh, after you've used that card. Uh, so Cineplex and a few other integrations as we build partnerships here in Canada, uh, consumers can then obviously see their latest transactions. And I even went back to you know my first purchase with Cineplex, and it was in 2012. So you could see your history. <laughs> you can see your history of you know movie watching as well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, through Stokart, it's it's pretty uh, pretty special. Well, everything's loyalty based now, so I mean, if you're not using the, those cards, you're basically missing out uh, on points and, and and merchandise. Absolutely. I want to thank you for coming in the studio today. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was uh, Jesse Michael from Stokart. Uh, if you want to reduce the clutter in your wallet, you have to download that app. It's free. It's awesome. When we come back from the break, more apps to talk about here on the App Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the app show. Mike Graham and Christina here. We still have a few more apps to talk about. Before we get started, let's get a Facebook tip of the week. Graham, what do we got? Oh, this week's Facebook tip of the week comes when we're going to be all very busy for the holidays and people are going to be trying to get a hold of you. Uh, sometimes it feels like they might be invading your privacy a little bit because they can always get a hold of you on Messenger. Well, this is a great way to get some of your privacy back, and that is uh, turning off show active. So you've probably seen on Facebook, you can see where somebody is active. It's that bright green dot or it says, you know, was active 10 to 15 minutes ago. That's that sort of pale green dot. Um, You can actually turn that off completely so people can stop creeping on you and figuring out when you've been on Facebook last. So to do that, uh, go to your settings and uh, you'll actually see a, a switch labeled active status. Tap that switch, turn it off, and suddenly you've got a little bit more privacy back for yourself so you can tune people out on the holidays. Beautiful. Right? Speaking of holidays, a lot of people will be traveling here in the next uh, few months, especially to warmer climates. Uh, Christina, you've got our travel app of the week. What do we have this week? Uh, Actually, this one is going to be for Windows today. For Windows. Not Windows Phone, but just your Windows. like a Windows app. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's called Outings. It is a mixed reality app that lets you explore new places. It leverages Bing to let you discover uh, new and interesting spots and find the perfect one for you. Bing? I know. (laughs) It's Microsoft for Google. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I I just really like the mixed reality uh, component here. I think it's a great use of the technology, especially with travel being so visual. Very cool. Again, called Outings? That's right. For Windows PCs. Check it out. I've got uh, a smart TV tip of the week. Okay, hit me. I know. Uh, So many people have Roku streaming boxes now, and there's so many TVs that have Roku uh, smart goodness built into them, Mm -hmm. uh, including the new TCL TVs uh, coming into the marketplace. Right. Uh, Did you know if you have a Roku TV or box, if you've updated to the latest version, I think it's like 8 or 8.1, you can actually use your Google Home to control your TV. No kidding. Yes. It, It is freaking amazing. I've never been lazier in my life. <laughs> I've uh, got one of these TVs in my living room, and uh, all you have to do is basically go into the Google Home app and add uh, a device in the home control, and mm-hmm. you just scroll through the list. There's quite a list now, so you got to go down to Roku and basically log in with your Roku ID, and then it'll uh, ask you, is this your TV here? Which hopefully it is. And uh, you hit yeah, and from that point forward, you can use your Google Home uh, with a voice assistant to basically turn it on and off. Tune into your favorite Netflix show, turn the volume up and down, change the uh, different sources uh, as well. It is all kinds of freaking amazing. That's really cool. I mean, this is something that we saw a little bit with the Xbox One uh, with Kinect. And kind of, unfortunately, Kinect's been sort of 
discontinued. So that voice control was a feature that I really liked, and uh, getting that back is kind of it's kind of neat. A lot of people don't know how big Roku really is. Like, they're the number one smart TV platform out there right now. Yeah, they're pretty decent. And, you know, I've always liked them because of the, uh, on some models, being able to plug headphones into the remote. That's kind of my, my, my jam with them. Yes. Very cool. Uh, some other quick news uh, on the Roku platform. Spotify's coming back mm-hmm. to Roku. So all those folks that love the Spotify music app, uh, you can check that out. And did you know our uh, sister radio show get connected has uh, an app on roku as well mm-hmm. you can uh, watch uh, your favorite uh, tech tv stars in action now did you know you can actually listen to us on spotify no yeah so this is actually kind of cool oh for the app show the app show and get connected the radio show are both available on spotify as podcasts so if you happen to miss the show during the week and you want to listen to us it's a great place to find it if you haven't already checked that out you can find it there you can also find it on the itunes store as a podcast as well which if you like the show give us a review because we'd love to hear it one final app, Graham. It's our game app of the week. What do you got? Uh, this week, I've got a really cool app called Lara Croft Go. Lara Croft Go, like it's, the Tomb Raider series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is actually a Canadian app. It's built in Montreal by Ubisoft, and it's a turn-based puzzle game. So instead of being guns blazing and going out there and having to have sort of this quick... Uh, twitch reflexes, you go through and you strategically plan your way from the beginning of a level through to the end, turn by turn, as you try to avoid uh, other Tomb Raiders and giant spiders and scorpions trying to get the treasure at the end. There's actually a very cool story uh, in the app as well. It's available for $6.99 on the App Store. There's a little bit of downloadable content as well, and you could also unlock a ton of really cool uh, outfits for Lara. Um, so very, very cool app, $6.99, Lara Croft Go. That's all the time we have left. Don't forget to listen to our sister show every Saturday here on CKNW 980. It's called Get Connected from 10 till 11 a.m. Again, every Saturday morning. This is Mike Graham and Christina signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.